Happy Thursday and welcome back to the Airport Minute where each and every day Monday through Friday we count up the 137 glorious minutes of the greatest disaster movie ever made, the granddaddy of them all, the 1970 Universal Pictures Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDad.com. And I myself am host number two, Mark Cerulli of CovertOps.TV. And Jim, why don't you introduce our distinguished guest this evening? Here's my firstborn who has loved every Petroni minute of watching this movie growing up. So this is my son, James O'Kane of Portland, Oregon. Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me. I'm uh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm actually doing this from the front seat of my car on my long commute home from work. But I couldn't miss it. So here we're, we're doing it. There we are. This is a this is definitely uh, one of his uh, top minutes because uh, Petroni is in it. And Petroni has one of his signature lines in this thing i mean everybody loves petroni i don't think you can be a petroni hater it's not it's not possible and still retain your own humanity but uh, this is a fantastic uh joe petroni tells the world how it's supposed to be exactly and uh we're watching uh well that's what i call him petroni every time there's a disaster exactly you got a call for joe yeah well you know when you eat some bad muscles they call it a petroni what happens yeah (laughs) oh gosh i got a bad case of the petroni so we start Uh, off with a rousing model shot yeah, uh, that's that's a real that's a real thing. You're looking at you and your models. Yeah, Eric, no, what we're do looking you think? at. Is that a Tonka toy or is it the real? That's thing? a that's a real that's a real seven oh seven. That uh, model is about as real as the uh, the snow they're blowing on it. So I don't know. It's... <laughs> and there's a lot of no. hot air being blown on that. I'll tell uh, you. Wah, wah. I'm like I'm like an old oh, yeah poor Captain Benson trying to get that thing out of the snow. That's but you know you can't get out of the snow. With, your 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 throttle's only halfway out. I mean, you got to go full throttle. Oh, he's going to inch his way out. Well, okay, so yeah, I mean, he he definitely didn't give it the gas. But let's who's Petroni really angry at the captain or himself? What was uh, he, how how much effort would it have taken to throw a couple extra sheets of plywood down in front so you get a little bit more room to run with that that plane? But no, he it's, or another it's, bag it's, of kitty litter. We are at the most inept airport in in the country yeah. and you know you, you think it had never snowed before at lincoln international the worst they, the worst times at work where i let a subordinate take a shortcut and i always pay for it and you know what that's that's joe's uh that's just failing right here is he he didn't put it all the way out to the runway thought i could you know slide by on you know, half-assing it nope you can't sorry yeah. sorry Joe. Nope, it doesn't doesn't work that way but uh but you know Joe is is paying the price for Captain Benson's short sightedness anyway. Mm. He he didn't bother looking when he was turning right, and he should have let the co-pilot drive. So they're both poor delegators. Joe wants to be in charge. He hates supervising these things. You know he wanted to reach over Benson and grab the controls and shove that throttle all the way to the firewall. You know Captain Benson won't do it. He's just gently rocking stuff, and hey, Jim, it's not happening. He's any relation to John Benson uh, from uh, high school? No, I think that's a little uh, that's a little inside <laughs> baseball there. He could be uh, one half of the Benson and Hedges fortune, and you know maybe he got cut out of the will, and mm-hmm. he had to go had back to go and get work. a job yeah, uh, piloting. Yeah, but unfortunately, Captain Benson just doesn't have it in him, and uh, that he just drives that that seven oh seven. He did. Yeah. So Joe's Joe is. I mean, throughout this entire movie, Joe is at a hundred percent. There is no uh, half half Joe. Joe. He's he's all all in all the time. He's all in. Yeah. He's all in. Yeah. But the way you know, the way you know that Joe's gone beyond his normal Joeyness. Is uh is that really awkward finger pointing? I mean, he reaches clear around that guy's shoulder and nails him from the front. That was yeah. He gives him the old Uncle Sam. Ooh. Yeah, that's 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 the I want you. You failed me. You know, if if he were uh, 
If he were Darth Vader, this guy would be his Admiral Oswald. He'd have a he'd have a broken thorax. You know, I mean, that... I'm starting to think that Joe might be a little tough on his kids. <laughs> well, mm. or, I'll never he, live up he, to he... my dad. <laughs> never well, be able you know. to repair a 747. Yeah. You know, well, Joe's got I mean, a lot of pent-up frustration from not being able to spend time with Mrs. Petroni tonight. Right. So yeah, he's, Marie, he's a little, he got the five kids away got, at mom's. He's and... got Joe, shut down! the size of Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, well, remember that we're in a we're in a non-explicit so. Right. But he's uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. But as in he's as there. in round objects that are blue, right? Yeah. Right. Well, there's exactly. Are. exactly. So, poor Joe had a shutdown and uh, he's here listening to Captain Benson being ineffective in front of his 707. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the, the one that he knew how, he knew how to take a take them apart and put them back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but l- let me tell your mechanic here that I've got over 3 million miles in the air. That's yeah. pretty impressive. I don't care who you are. I'm, you know, I did the math on this, and I think he's inflating. First off, the clue that he's inflating his uh, his importance here is uh, pilots talking hours, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've got pilots on yeah. the, the series. No one talks miles in the air. That's, Operating hours. Yeah. yeah. No, the only people that talk miles are passengers that have frequent flyer miles. Right, right. So he's definitely not an experienced pilot if, if all he can call to is the miles he has in the air. So I, I did a little math. Came mm-hmm. out with uh, that. And what do you that got? works out. That that works up to about six thousand hours of flying, and mm-hmm. you know that's not that much. I I mean I don't know well, how much. in a high performance. Jet, well, yeah, it depends on jet aircraft. You know, you'd have to have. I mean, to be an astronaut, you only need fifteen hundred hours in a high performance jet. But yeah, it's probably about average. I mean, I don't think he's anything amazing. No, it's just six thousand average guy. You put in you know a thousand hours easy just getting your license, and then you know you work up to multi-engine. He's he's piloting a, a transcontinental four-engine jetliner. He's probably spent a good portion of that six hour six thousand hours uh, flying Cessnas around and other things. Well, you have to think of the time though. It's the nineteen. It's nineteen seventy. So he's probably counting a lot of stuff back in the war. I mean, he's like a World War yeah. II guy. Yeah, there's a big so, difference between a B-17 and a 707. I mean, they're... Yeah, well, nobody's shooting at him on this one, hmm? unless you count the guy in the... Well, if, if he keeps pissing that. Petroni off, Petroni's going to be shooting at him very soon, so... Yeah, yeah. Joe's ready. Joe, Joe's, Joe wishes he had a, a shovel with him. He, he, he'd do to this guy what he did to the guy's knees a couple of minutes ago out in the back. I think Quit, I think you know, Joe's got a lot of self-hatred nope. issues mm-hmm, to work out, mm-hmm. though. He sh- he really should have thought through what would happen if he didn't put wood all the way to the runway. It would have been that hard, I think, there. Yeah. Well, Joe hates failing. He's the Scotty of this show, and he's just, you know, he, he can't take it anymore. He can't give anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I, wish, a... I wish he would under-promise and over-deliver like Scotty. That would have made all the difference here. But... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. But, you know, he does he does talk about how much he loves 707s. I mean, he has that the line of the... Of, the Petroni line of the movie is in this particular minute. He's telling Petroni that it's not, uh, he's not the guy that fixes bicycles. Although Orville and Wilbur Wright were uh, bicycle repairmen. So what's, what's the problem with fixing bicycles? <laughs> he, does, uh, he does know every inch of the 707. Although he doesn't seem to know how the 707 operates when uh, he gives his next. Oh, I'll let you give the, oh, the famous. My, is it is the time yet for my line? Yeah, it yes, is this time. is the time of your line. You, you know, he knows every inch of the 707. You could take the wings off this thing and drive it like a tank. Yeah, that yeah, is a great I, line. I I must say. Yes. The only problem with that theory is that once you take the wings off, you also take the jet engines off, and what you have is a large tank, like an oil storage tank. It's not going anywhere. He wasn't very specific about what kind of tank. Maybe he did. Maybe he meant like a water tank, or you could use it as a fish tank. Yes. Yeah, you could fill it up with goldfish a and look through the windows. Tank. And uh, you know, there's a lot yeah. of different tanks out there that that would yeah. be an accurate statement. 
Tanks a lot, yeah. <laughs> tanks for so. nothing. <laughs> no, that's Caddyshack. Man. Uh, we'll have damn. to get to Tom Taylor. Tom, come on. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, you could use it as a tank, a big, big old tank. Uh, I could put uh, the windows and doors. And, well, whatever. Or we're, if, we're... If, you, if you put the airplane spin on it, well, well, what do you make of this? Ooh, I can make a tank. <laughs> I can make a hey. missile. I can make a hat. Yeah. And Benson is getting large. Right. Uh, when are we doing the airplane minute? Because I think that would be more fun. We must. We must. We'll, heard we'll it get it. First. We'll get in there. There's, there is a great demand for it. It's, it's actually a movie that people have heard of or have seen. <laughs> uh, so neighbor, let me ask a general aviation question. Is that the, the, the cockpit looks kind of big and, and sparse, Spartan. Is that the way they were back? Like now that it's cr- every inch is crammed with, with gear. I mean, there's dogs and everything. Um, no, I mean, that's that's pretty much how it was. I mean, there's nothing. You're, what you're looking at as we look into the plane, you're just looking at the back bulkhead, and that's just a wall. That That's just something that they divided the front of the plane from the passenger section. So mm-hmm. it's there's nothing really to hang on. It, it isn't a well, the easy it isn't a open cockpit wall. door. Yeah, exactly. Come on just in. The knob. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, that, that's pretty much how it is, a big empty room. And it's apparently easy to model. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get to reuse this whole thing because all they have to do is just change out actors and you've got a whole different plane. Quite a thing. But a great a great Petroni minute. You know, they have this big angry session. Mel comes in and blows the whistle and, you know, waves everybody in neutral corners and <laughs> yes. says... Uh, break it up, break you know, it up. Yeah, yeah, easy there. Let's stop wasting time, which... <laughs> he sure did have a lot of time to waste in the previous couple of minutes where he was... I kind of talk into about, snowware. A lot yeah, of loose talk. Loose talk yeah, in the cockpit. Well, he was just he was just doing this thing with Ackerman for like what a half of a week, mm-hmm. where he was sitting around talking about what it's going to be like when the year nineteen ninety gets here. Now, let me let me ask: um, How many people are in this cockpit right now? Because you know you bring up a good point. There's a lot of room in there, but you've got the the pilot, right? You've mm-hmm. got Joe, and you've got uh, uh, the co-pilot. The co-pilot do, is a navigator, and you've got the engineer. The engineer, yeah, you've got so an engineer. Do we really need all five people in the cockpit to to push the the plane forward? You know, two and a half feet. Is it like FAA regs that you cannot move a plane without a full staff of cockpit crew? It's not like they're taking no, later, off. No, later on we're only going to have two people in the front, so it doesn't matter. No, th- this is just it's. Why does Mel need to be there? Mel has to sit there and listen to what's going on. I mean, it doesn't make he's. <laughs> He's the peacekeeper. He's there, He's there to make sure yeah. that Petroni doesn't lay one into the pilot. Yeah. And I, I yeah. have to say, I think, uh, and we love George Kennedy, but I think he's chewing the scenery as as much as he's chewing his cigars <laughs> in this scene. Well, this is, I mean, he's he's got back in the, well, I guess they didn't have highlighter back then. He was he had taken his, uh, his big pen and underlined all these different, <laughs> I've got so many lines in this particular minute. This is great. So he practiced. He was yelling. He probably went home and yelled at his yelled at his wife. Let me try this out on you, honey. Yeah, yeah, come here, damn it! Two and a half feet in the ground. You're not Two listening to me. So he, uh, yeah, he probably had a good time uh, uh, running the lines again and again and again. Although Bert probably didn't like that. Bert was like, "Let's get on with this." In right. front of the mirror, just really, you know, making sure that every point was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with you know, trying to Those hold the, uh, the big cigar hands that, of his and holding pilot. the. He could have could have worked on that point. I mean, that point is just weak sauce. He you know comes uh, at it from an angle that looks looks like he's hooking the guy. It's not. It's not. I don't know. Doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I don't know. He should have made him eat hard boiled eggs or something. That would have been. <laughs> My boy here is going to have some <laughs> eggs for dinner. Yeah, really. If um, you really want to drive the point home, you poke him in the ear. That'll that'll like. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> for right, no, 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 what you do is you lick your pinky and then jam it in its ear. <laughs> 
Or no, no, just stick the end of the uh, wet cigar in. Oh, oh, like, here you go. <laughs> right in the neck. It's, ah, <laughs> stop patroning me. Oh. Now that's a patroni. Oh, exactly. That's a patroni. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, give him the patroni. Do you have a hickey? No, I've got a patroni. Don't ask. <laughs> is this yeah Ugh. tobacco leaves uh dear old joe has to explain what he's got to do next which is dig another hole so <laughs> he's forgotten the first rule of holes well, but dig that... another hole and what he didn't do the first time put down more wood should have done yeah. that dig to be started with hole, make yeah. a little love get down tonight <laughs> or out uh, tonight yeah so yeah, uh right. get so... out very good <laughs> yeah so he's uh yeah, he's he's going to be stuck there for hours on end, and uh, you know it's not good news for Mel, because uh, Mel's going to be there just in time. You know he's he's got to wait for the uh, the commissioner's office. Yeah. You know he, uh, Ackerman's going to Ackerman's already gone off to uh, tell on him, and so uh, he's got to figure out how to get this done before they uh, they cancel the you know they they cancel the whole airport. So what a mess! And uh, Petroni's about to ask for something, so we're, but we're going to have to find out what that is. But he's going to start off by. Uh, uh, tormenting Captain Benson, talking about him being afraid. But we're going to end the uh, the minute right there. All right. So, well, thanks for so having me back great. on. I I just pulled up to yeah. my house, and so now I get to go well, deal with that screaming baby and uh, barking dogs you heard. So it's be fun. Awesome. So oh. well, you'll be able to hear this in a couple of weeks, and and say, remember that time when you were screaming and you were, and the dog was barking. Oh, this is going on I mean, during graduation. Uh, you know, dates. They're they're all going to introduce and indoctrinate yeah, it in the world of airport minutes. It's, yeah, it's going to live with our yeah. family forever. Yeah, you're gonna li- you got to listen to my dad and grandpa, uh, Uncle Mark, yes. Uncle Mark. <laughs> oh no, you don't. <laughs> okay, maybe not Uncle Mark. Let's uh, wait till yeah. a little older. No, yeah, no, Uncle Mark will be playing. Yeah, you, you'll have to wait PG thirteen. <laughs> right. So, uh, but we will. Uh, so, thanks for being on. You will probably be on again at a at a later minute because there's much more Patroni to chat about. Looking about. forward but, to it. Looking forward to it. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, we'll be back with the Grover Cleveland of our show, Josh Har- Harwitz, who was on yesterday. He's going to be on with us tomorrow, talking more about uh, Patroni and Mel and what to do about Captain Benson and his ineptitude in uh, driving on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a giant plane. So uh, pick us up tomorrow. Uh, while you're waiting, you can leave us some comments. We are available on all the social media, as you well know. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Airport Minute. You can find us on Facebook at Airport Minute, as well as the Airport Minute Commanders Club, So where everybody's talking about this particular minute and the ones that preceded it. Uh, check us out on iTunes, that you can get this uh, particular podcast delivered every day, Monday through Friday, and leave us a good uh report card on the review section that always helps uh, helps other people find airport minute like uh, john Findlater, um, if you're out there yeah please please come and join us on the on the show we would love to have uh former cast members be on the show um especially uh jacqueline Bissett, if you're out oh. listening to this and wondering what to do next i think the thing is to, you send to us speak an email. louder jacqueline Bissett, if you jacqueline Bissett, please come us. Yes. yes if you're in the sound of our voice Please I have a white the, T-shirt. I need you to sign, Miss Bissett. <laughs> Wrong movie, Mark. Wrong. Movie. I know, but I never forgot that. <laughs> yes. Well, she's a she's a great. She's a good sport, and hopefully, she'll be on and to to tell us all about her days on airport. Uh, so please come on. Please come on our show and, and be here and and talk to us some more about this. Uh, also, please visit us on our gigantic website, airportminute.com. It's got everything you'd ever want from. Uh, 
discussions to details and extra pictures. I feel like of this crawl is going on longer than the actual interview itself. Uh... Also, you can buy a you, you can buy T-shirts with all kinds of funny things written on it. I hear the, the hound howling. So, yeah. <laughs> just just end this already. God save let's us. Let everybody go. Thank you, thank you for being on the show from from distant Portland, Oregon. And uh, Mark from Hollywood, we'll we'll talk with you tomorrow. Uh, for me, I'm Jim O'Kane, the the oldest the oldest guy on this show, by the way. And uh, you, you can visit us here tomorrow if we're still all uh, alive and right. kicking. We're still all functional. <laughs> but we'll see you Thursday. Uh, that's tomorrow on the Airport Minute. Until then, good day. Bye. Bye. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling.